Welcome back to The Shelf Oddities. My name is Erie. And I'm Serafina. And Erie, what oddity are you feeling like today? The oddity I'm feeling like today is one of those really weird suckers that you can get from (laughs) specifically near us jungle gyms, but the ones that have like a dead scorpion in the middle. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's like soft on the outside because that's what society like wants me to be. But then dead and dry on the inside, which is what I actually (laughs) am. And a little scary, but a little appealing for sure. You know, what about you? I am definitely feeling like an old dusty bottle of fertilizer found in like a dilapidated barn. Oh no. It's just, it's springtime and it's just like a lot. There's just like a lot going on and I don't necessarily feel up to the task, but like we're getting through it, you know? Yep, living. So what have you been up to? Uh, not too much. It's starting to get to the point where I don't go outside. Yeah. Because I'm a vampire and also I'm goth and the sun looks at me and I die. So um, I had a bad time just going to Walmart the other day because of the temperatures. So uh, it is now time for me to become a recluse and never leave the air conditioning. I go from my air conditioned apartment to my air conditioned car to the air conditioned office. (laughs) And that is that is what I will do for the next few months. Um, Otherwise, I've just been watching Love and Death on. HBO, which was really good. I was so good. Yeah, I I think the last episode comes out this Thursday, right? I think so. Yeah, I'm been I binged most of it today. So yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. We wa- we fell into it relate to, but I think the last episode comes out this week, which means it'll co- it finishes before this episode comes out, which is nice. Um, yeah, I've really been enjoying it. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen really plays like disassociation very well (laughs) yes yeah she did great i also um was very impressed with the girl who plays her best friend cherry what's her name um jessica jones that's not her real name but that is who yeah she's wonderful knocked it out of the park like did not recognize her 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 hair is everything. It's so good. I kept seeing, like, seeing her and being like, she's familiar looking. I've obviously mm-hmm. seen her, but could not place her. And it was just well enough done, done well enough, if you will, as yeah. they say, uh, <laughs> that, that you couldn't really. She was just looked like a completely different person. Yeah, it's good. Do you know what happens? Like, you know, it's like a real story, right? I do. I was doing some of the research. Um, while I was watching it, you know, once I figured out it was real mm-hmm. into like what happened to everyone afterwards, what happened with like everyone's relationships and all yeah. that. So, yeah, I did look into it because um, I was just fascinated. I love when they adapt true crime like that. I know yeah. it, it kind of depends on if it's tasteful or not yes. and you know the victims families and um, Dahmer on Netflix we're looking at you but <laughs> yeah which is such a bummer because it was yeah. good but um i don't like consuming it's- media and then feeling bad for consuming the media right. HBO typically does it right. I mean, it's so funny. We mostly only talk about HBO shows on here and like we're not sponsored, but like we will take the sponsorship. Um but i love it. Like i I really do. Um, after Game of Thrones ended, we were like, well, there's not really any reason. and But we still had it for like a month. And I was like, well, let's watch some things. And like every show I watched was a banger. 
Yeah, so this one, um, I had seen it and read the description, and I'm like, I would probably really like that, but mm-hmm. I did not want to watch it until there was enough content to binge. I am yeah, not good at watching a show that releases weekly. I'm not. Yeah, I'll try I'm my best, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I prefer to binge it all at one time. So it's very good. You should definitely check it out. Uh, the true crime case that it is based off of is also very fascinating. Um if you have time to look into that as well, I definitely recommend doing some of your own sleuthing and reading about it because it is. The whole thing is so interesting. And the way it ends, I did not expect. In so many ways, there's like so many parts to it that I was like when I was reading it, I was really kind of like, oh, I didn't I didn't see any of this coming. Yeah. Uh, so I'm interested to see how they do the last episode because I'm, it's going to have to be a time jump of some sort to explain all of that. But uh, my partner, I didn't tell him any of it. And um, so he gets to just experience it, which I'm really excited because I I didn't want to spoil anything because I genuinely think it's going to be wild. Yeah, I wish I could do that, but I cannot. Um, I can't either. <laughs> I need the suspense to be ruined. Yeah. So also, I had to do Googling. How, uh, you know, you, you mean to tell me that me and you can't get things we can't figure things out to the very bottom of them. <laughs> yeah, also that. Also that, yeah. It's definitely interesting, especially for those who don't uh, do the summer months. Uh, HBO, truly, if you aren't on it, like, get on it because there's so much content there that it's crazy. It's honestly worth it. There's it plenty is. of things that are on there that are only on there that are worth it, in my mm-hmm. honest opinion. I honestly think that their originals are the best part, which is yeah. weird. I would agree with that. Um, but also, speaking of not going outside, I got the worst sunburn I've ever had uh, on Sunday. And it I'm still dealing with it now. It's what, Tuesday? Is it Wednesday? What day is it? It's Tuesday. Tuesday. And um, I'm still like, there are parts of my back that are like swollen because of sunburn, which I've never had happen to me before. Ugh, that's the worst. Or when you get the blisters yeah. that like leak. Bleh. So I don't, I've never had that. And like, I started to get like bumps and I was like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. like in real danger. So it's been really fun. I've been uh, doing a lot of sleeping it off, but also I finally got energy. Oh, is this the first episode we've recorded since I had to get the blood transfusion? Um, I don't remember, but uh, no. I had to get a blood transfusion. <laughs> so yeah. um, that was like really not great. But what was really funny is that... Um, my parents didn't don't like they had like showed up in solidarity or whatever. And um, they didn't really know a lot about blood or about any of that. And we had done the podcast on blood types and I knew so much information. (laughs) And at no point did anyone like suss me out to be like, why does Sarah have a doctorate in blood types? Um, (laughs) But it it was really funny. And uh, so, yeah, so now I have all this energy because I got the, the blood transfusion. I'm feeling better. But I go now. I can't go back outside because if I spend any more time in the sun, I will uh, collapse back into dust. So it's just a really fun week. So yes, I have been binging television, and Love and Death is at the top of my list. I cannot wait for Thursday. Agreed. So pumped. Well, uh, today's episode, we are going to be interviewing someone who I kind of like just kidding i really like (laughs) (laughs) we love we love we love ambi what oddity are you feeling like today hi guys um 
The oddity I'm feeling like today is the abandoned, buried Ouija board that my parents found shortly after conceiving me. <laughs> it said to abandon the baby, and frankly, they should have listened. <laughs> <laughs> the universe was warning them, for sure. Uh, that's just kind of where we're at today. Hey, you know, I'm happy that they kept you. I, I, f- I fancy you. I like having you around. Some You're some. pretty okay. Some people see things differently, you know. Us <laughs> all talking about ourselves all Always the time. Always appreciated. <laughs> well, we wanted to bring you on because you, of course, are a part of our Queer Fear series. And we love having you as a part of that. And our audience loves having you as a part of that. And I figured, why not give the oddlings a chance to get you to, to get to know you a little bit more without any jump scares? Well, maybe a few, but nothing too crazy. Oogity boogity. <laughs> Okay, so this is our first episode in June, so you know what that means. Hi, gay. You want 25% off? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean... Oh, oh, go off. What'd you say? I'm sorry. Oh, I just said capitalistic inclusion. Yeah, Yeah. always. Um, You know, of course, as a gay man, what does pride mean to you? Are you really asking me that? I'm the yeah, worst person to ask that question. I really wrote I wrote that in there and then I put slash sarcasm, but could be interested in the answer. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, I just had to um because like that's what they do, like that's what everyone does to gay people, right? They're like, it's June, so let's bring out our gays, but it's like nah dog. Right. Like, but welcome to June. Congratulations on your month. Congratulations to all of us on our month. We really love it. It's it feels so seen right now. Yeah, it's only cool right now. So it's cool. We're all cool right now. How cool is that for the first time in our lives? Great people approve of me for one month and one month only. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why that's why we brought you on. This is the only month we can like you. So you're ourselves, I guess we can uncover our mirrors. Finally, I was about to say, are you identifying yourself as straight? Because that's fucking news to me. Yeah, no, definitely not. I just meant the general broader community. Like, we, this is the time you get a microphone. Congratulations. <laughs> just kidding. Actually, at the start of this little, another little second question in there, talking about gays having a microphone, we actually really enjoy your podcasts, multiple. Um, you had just started a new one. Which is yeah. the straightest thing you could ever do because it revolves around sports. <laughs> <laughs> True. People say that, but what are sports except for sweaty men working together to accomplish a goal? That's amen, brother. I hear you one thousand percent. Like I spent time in locker rooms as a high schooler. Mm-hmm. I I I I spent many a time looking in places that I shouldn't have. Looked. Oh damn! Admiring things that I shouldn't have admired. Oh, damn. And I'm, I'm here to tell you guys, sports are anything but straight. I agree with you, especially they all started in Greece. So, like, hello. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, wonderful. Uh... <laughs> so what is that podcast and, and where did it spring from? Yeah. So a long time ago when I was like 22, um, I talked to my friend Courtney Ratliff and I was like, man, you know, I want to do a podcast, but I just, I don't have equipment and stuff. And he was like, well, you know, you should work towards that. So fast forward a couple years and I have like an almost deja vu like conversation with Courtney and he's like, bro, like it is 2020, whatever the fuck year I release people. He's like, uh, 
just do it. I'm sure they're like, just do it, bro. So I went, I looked into it. I found this wonderful, uh, god awful app called Anchor and realized <laughs> I could start a, start a podcast by sending somebody a link on their phone and using, um, some headphones. And so, um, as an honorary kind of thing, as Courtney kind of giving me the kick in the ass, um, he was my very first ever guest of my original podcast, People Now Canceled. And, um, uh, Rip. midway midway Rip. through season two it got like the fox television like you know where you have a series going and what do you never hear from again fox just canceled it that's what happened to people um emily still is my highest charting ep or eerie is still my highest charting episode from that series though so shout out to eerie yeah um, <laughs> it's a good episode go listen to it it is um but then me and Courtney got to talking and, and I was like, dude, I wanted another podcast, but I'm just not feeling people anymore. And I was and, and Courtney is a very busy guy. And I was like, this is a shot in the dark, but like, would, would you have time to do a podcast? And he was like, uh, fuck yeah. And I was like, I wait, was... really? Wait, what? Wait, like, what? Yeah. wait, what? <laughs> exactly. So the OG podcast name that I had come up with was really fucking lame was just called uh, Conversations uh conversation between friends so super fucking lame mm. and then courtney was like i kind of want something a little more spicy and i'm like all right he's like wait what and i'm like oh i kind of okay um so wait what is now going one year strong um we mm. actually hit our one year mark last week That's hey, congrats thank That's you guys awesome. uh wait what just kind of centers around me and courtney talking about our week um, so we record weekly, so we typically talk about what's gone on the previous week leading up to that episode. And just kind of steering conversation from there. Courtney's a grown adult involved in a lot of things, so Courtney typically has a lot more to talk about than I do. Um, I make sandwiches and I play video games. And uh, <laughs> and you're rad as fuck. What was that? I said, and you're rad as fuck. Oh, thank you. I thought you said, am I radish as fuck? I was like, <laughs> I have never fuck. ate a radish. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should, first and foremost. Uh, but also, I love Courtney. You guys really, Wait What is an awesome podcast. The new podcast, Wait What Sports, also amazing. Uh, my husband listens to you on both podcasts religiously because he really, really loves the pod. And you know, uh, I sent him a friend request on Facebook after you told me that he like is all about the pod and he never accepted it. So small shout out to him. He does not uh, get on Facebook ever. Like, okay. 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 Yeah. So uh, he might after this, listening to this, be like, oh shit. And like, you'll find, you'll figure (laughs) out that he finally figured that out. But yeah, don't take it personal. The amount of my friends that are like, I sent him a friend request is like, yeah, dog, he's, he's a boomer. There's no Facebook. Uh, but then Courtney and I, like, I love sports. Sports is like my number one passion besides men. And um, Courtney also loves sports. And uh, you guys are supposed to giggle at that. And so, um, <laughs> but it was just I, a fact. I don't uh, know yeah, what you mean. I didn't want to, you know. And so I just kind of um, brought up when I was like, man, Courtney, like, would you, do you think we'd have time to do a sports podcast? And Courtney was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, so weight sports, he's definitely treating more like his brainchild. Anytime I suggest a topic, I get attitude. Um, <laughs> God forbid I have things I want to talk about. Now, mind you, I, he does listen, though. Like, I wanted last episode to be very basketball-centric, and he gave me attitude for it, but it was still basketball-centric. So you know what, Courtney? Love you. Appreciate you. <laughs> you're listening, even if you had to reprimand me in the meantime. Um, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, if you like sports, wait, sports is your thing. If you like listening to two dudes gossip, wait, what's going to be your thing? And um, there might be another one in the works. Uh-huh. 
this man's up to but four podcasts. That's the thing God. is, it's like, I do I have a time to honestly commit to this podcast? I don't know. But we it, shall it see. Breaking news here. Yeah. So yeah, I I feel like I hope I actually answered your. I feel like I just kind of rambled. Um, I'm not good. If you guys need to come up with like a word that Emily or Eerie edits out, that's like Damien, (laughs) shut up. You know, like uh, like, no, not at all. Yeah, this is about you and people getting to know you. So feel free to take this conversation and wherever you want. I'm sure the oddlings will appreciate. But yeah, your podcasts are wonderful. Third grade. No, I'm just playing. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) We'll get there. We will get there. I have questions. (laughs) So, Ambi, what is your favorite corporate gay moment? I don't think I have one. You gotta you don't. I mean, Target is pretty solid. Uh, if you have ever seen the Target gay collection, it basically like, uh, what is your favorite? Like, when the corporate corporations decide they want to support the community for their money, I just don't. I this sounds so bad, but I just don't care about that kind of stuff. Hold on, let That's me probably think. for the best that you okay. don't. Okay, okay, actually, hold on. This is gonna sound okay. I don't know if that no, that's not the answer you want. I kind of dig. I kind of dig the way the NFL and the NBA corporations are like forcing themselves to be like inclusive because it's like during Pride Month you'll go to their comment section and you'll see all these trade dudes are like, we don't care about gay people. We just want to know about sports. But I kind of appreciate that, like a company that's like very, very, very geared towards straight men is like, hey, just want to let you guys know that these people exist and some of them even play in our leagues and um. I do appreciate that, but I just, um, I don't know. I just don't get into the whole rainbow flag pride parade. Like, do your fucking thing. I'm not judging anybody. It's just never really done it for me. My, when I was thinking about this question and we were brainstorming it, um, I was also thinking about like my favorite corporate gay fails. Oh, yeah. oh so like Bud Light? Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you're right. I just feel like, did Bud Light really fail, or are straight heterosexual people just that fucking psychotic? That's exactly that what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's right. exactly what it is. Like, um, did, did Bud Light go wrong, or are they just really fucking Do psychotic? you know what's really confusing about all of that? What's up? I thought they were selling Bud Light cans with Dylan on the can. <laughs> but they didn't. They just sent Dylan one 12-pack with her own face exactly. on it. Exactly. Exactly. And they all freaked out. Like I, I thought, like I could walk into Walmart and grab a Dylan can of Bud Light, and I was pumped about that. And then all of a sudden, because I was like, they're all freaking out for what? I was <laughs> just nothing. like, I just think Bud Light tastes like shit, regardless if it's a gay person or sh- I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. taste good, so I just don't. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, what does it matter to? You? I don't know. It's the way that like, it's not even all straight people, but just the way that like, not all straights. It's not all straights, I know, right? But like, <laughs> I, listen, I have a straight friend, okay? <laughs> just one. Just one. It's just the way they like all. They'll just latch on to these things, and they just think they're so goddamn important. We can't support Bud Light now. Granted, it worked for them. Let's be real, because Bud Light's yeah. like going under. But, no, um, they're not. They're doing better. Are they've they? They've been doing better, yeah. Since the start of all of that, they've been doing better, yeah. Okay, I know Courtney always talks about the gay dollar and how the gay dollar is the number one push in any economy these days. Um, Mm -hmm. Because we're out there, we're taking over. The fag dollar really, like, it spins, bro. Like, we... Yeah. We spend. 
Well, it's because <laughs> none of us have kids. <laughs> so we're all uh, yeah. dual Do income really? households. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's been a couple of good, like, I don't, there's some companies where I'll see them do the whole gay thing, and I'm like, you know what? That's cool. I actually like that. And then there's some where I'm just like, hello, fellow gays. Yes. Hi, gay. I, I just find the whole culture of it just to be. I think it's I ridiculous, think so. but I will tell you the Oreo Pride, the Pride Oreos, which are like, they're just like, you know, Ooh. in a like okay. rainbow. They're better than the original Oreos. I don't know what they do. I don't know if the packaging's different and there's like a little different of like whatever and storage, but they're better. And it's, it's not season. just, it's not just because they put gay people in it. You know what I mean? Like, no, the, you know, what'd you say? It's the semen. Yeah, that's I, okay. that's what I thought, but I had to clarify. Yeah, they mix it right into the icing, and I got to tell you, yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. There's lots of great ways. Um, so I actually figured out my least favorite one. I remember now. Okay, go off. Gittles is so fucking lame during Pride Month, dude. Gittles what the puts fuck out was fucking, that? Gittles puts out a black and white package. And they're like <sighs> the rainbows. Are, I don't even know what the tagline is. Yeah, so it says CNN.com. The candy was known for its iconic rainbow is ditching their colorful symbol for Pride Month to celebrate and support the LGBTQWXYZ community. Skittles are going colorless <laughs> with their packaging and their product for all June saying, only hashtag one rainbow matters. Gray limited edition Pride Pack candy bags will hit the shelves. I'm like, that's so fucking lame. Oh, no. Yeah, I actually despise every second of that. <laughs> Swing and a miss, hardcore. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure, that's so funny. Oh my god. Um, okay, so now you're done being gay. That's all the gay questions. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm totally down to talk about being gay, but just uh, I just don't give a shit about pride. Trust me, I got Party. some more. I got some gay ass questions for you coming up. Okay. Um, so let's switch into something because I want to get to know. Huh? No, I know. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna switch topics. Not you know, oh, okay. you don't have to become a switch. Don't worry. Okay, I know that would be really hard for you. Yeah, that wouldn't be very hard. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think was the most formative piece of the internet for you, or slash? What is your favorite Vine? Oh, okay. Hold on. Favorite Vine. There's so many good ones. Um, All of them I is the only correct answer. I know, right? Um, it, okay, so c can I give the lame it's a tie answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single question we ask you, you can have up to three answers. If you listen to my interview, I gave like five, so don't worry. <laughs> um, so I absolutely love the look at all those chickens. <laughs> yeah. That's solid, no, yeah. That's solid. You know, it's a three-way tie. And then I love it's an avocado. Thanks. Because <laughs> I quote that so much. And then yeah. I'm Same. also just a massive fan of there's only one thing worse than a rapist. <laughs> a child. Because a child. I fucking despise children. So like yeah. and it's weird because if it's like my friend's kids. I'm all about it. I will be yeah. the world's best uncle. I love that little precious baby. When it's a random person's child, I'm like, please keep that crotch goblin. <laughs> it is so hard to explain because I, I care so. Like, if it's my friend's babies, I will like murder for that thing. When it comes mm -hmm. to anyone else, I'm like, ew, gross, stay away from me. Yep. <laughs> but I just, he's a child. I love that so <laughs> much. It is um, most formative piece of the internet. Um, World of Warcraft, definitely. Yeah. Um, Same. Because it's weird. Whenever whenever I was growing up playing WoW, 
I played very solo. I played in this casual guild. Um, and then when I was probably like 20, I start, I discovered Mythic Keys, and this would have been middle of Battle for Azeroth. So they'd already been around for a previous expansion. And I was kind of pugging by myself, and then I was really bad one day, and this guy was like, yo, your gear fucking blows. And I was like, but up to that time, all I knew was to get decked out in heroic gear, because I didn't do anything else in WoW. Well, I did Raid Finder, but that was it. Once I did Raid Finder, I was like, I did the new raid. I was that casual. <laughs> oh, yeah, Emily's laughing because we both know. Um, and then I joined this WoW group on Facebook, and I messaged that I was looking for a guild, and I didn't really know how to play the game well. And this guy named Brad Ledbetter reached out to me and was like, hey, bud, our guild, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I joined this disaster of a guild, and um, it ended up falling apart. But I made like a lot of really, really good friendships out of it, um, including Brad, this guy named Chris Collin, um, Vanya Yunt, who Emily knows, who's probably one of my best friends ever. And um, me and this one guy, Discord tag, Angry Avocado, um, we were kind of friends for a bit, and then I tried to join this Mythic Guild. Oh god, was I not even close to being a Mythic Raider at that time? I'm still not, but that time it was way worse. And they, like, totally treated me like shit. Like, I remember I went there, and I didn't 100% understand how the boss fight went, and the Rayleigh was, like, so mean to me. He, like, actually made me feel bad about myself as a person. No. Yeah, it was awful. And so I left, but I kind of had this, like, ch- I was like, fuck that guy. I'm gonna go kill that boss right now. <laughs> and I end up queuing into this other guild group where I basically, like, discovered a family on the internet. They, like, bring me in. And they're like, I'm like, hey, I'm just warning you guys. Like, I just got booted out of a group because I don't know how to do this fight. And they're like, oh, don't worry. We'll teach you. We'll teach you. And I end up clearing, like, almost the entire raid with them that night. And like, dude, do you want to join a guild? Like, you're such a natural fit. Like, we love you. And I probably made, like, seven or eight real-life friends out of that guild. Ruth and Will Sanchez, who are, like, like super top-tier friends of mine. Uh, my friend Broke Mav, who I still play WoW with, like, every single day. My friend Dead Misfit, who I play WoW with as much as possible. Um... It literally just gave me like this friend group, family group that I was missing for so long. And it's just like, I don't give a shit what anybody says. Internet friends are real friends, like 110%. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, World of Warcraft did that for me. I don't care what anybody says. We're like, but I met Emily on WoW, which led me to meeting you whenever we met in Boston. And now look what this has become. So, like, I don't care what, what people say. Like, internet friendships are the most realist, purest thing you can build because, like, it's nothing but getting to know that person. It's nothing superficial. It's not what they look like. It's not how they live. It's yeah. not what kind of money they make. It's just, do I vibe with this person? Because when you're playing on the internet, that's the only, like, you just have to vibe with that person. So it's very natural. Um, yes. Yeah. I, I love World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I met my boyfriend on World of Warcraft. And it really did make a difference, right? Because we were friends, like, for a couple of years before that. And it was just, like, chilling with the homies. Because you yeah. don't, there's no other shit. You're just hanging out doing keys with your homies and you become friends that way and you really like learn to know those people like their authentic selves because they're being who they are because they're online and then you meet them in real life and you're like damn i already know everything about you hell yeah like Like, i i have probably like six people i consider like top tier best friends i don't really list i kind of group and like one, two, three, four of them I met on World of Warcraft. Like, that's kind of, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. kind of yep. We, me and Erie actually met through World of Warcraft and we lived in the same neighborhood. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I always assumed you guys met out of WoW and then were like, oh shit, we both play WoW. No, no. but we, we went on WoW and then lived down the street from each other and went to the same school. Absolutely. Yeah, and had I never will. talked before, ever. Yeah. Sarah, what did you play? Um, I played a rogue for a really long time. Okay, hell yeah. Yeah, I played for like six years, but I never was good at the game. And I had a lot of moments like you did where like um, people were like really mean to me because one who chooses rogue. I just thought it was like fun. But like, of course, it's like a hard, uh, you know, class to play. And then like people were like really mean to me. And it was like, okay, well, I'm not having a great time. (laughs) (laughs) This is just straight up a bad time. Like Emily, Emily saw me attempt to be a mythic raider. It wasn't pretty. And I accepted, you know what? I'm not mythic raider material, but I'm a damn good key pusher and I can heroic raid. I don't know. Mythic ratings is not my thing, but mythic um... ratings for douchebags anyway. Set it here. <laughs> <laughs> the hot take we all needed. Yeah, I agree. Hell yeah! Well, that's yeah. Awesome. So thanks yeah. for asking the question. I love to nerd out about about my wow <laughs> friends. Not even my wow friends. They're just my friends, bro. Like they're amazing. People. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there a celebrity that you were really attached to as a young kid that is still with you today? Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I kind of figured um, that was going to be the answer to that yeah, one. I, I so, so hear me out. So when I was a kid, Fearless and Rep, or no, Fearless and Red and Speak Now were going strong, and I liked Taylor, but I wasn't crazy about her. But I did like her like quite a bit. And then 1989 dropped, and I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. And then I went through that phase of like every teenage dude goes through. Uh, and I don't know, probably a lot of girls too. Were like, oh, Taylor Swift. I'm for taylor swift that was my 100 percent. i love taylor now but as a teenager i was like ew right but then i would also like up oh, taylor swift and i'd be driving home like she's in a home same same brain i would like i f- identify with that also as the like i fucking hated girls who wore mm-hmm. boots and, and crocs and now i'm like boots and crocs are the best yeah <laughs> internalized misogyny gets us all and so, like, yeah. even though I, I would vocally be like, oh, I fucking hate Taylor Swift. Um, yeah. I absolutely was still in love with her. I just wouldn't tell anybody. And then she dropped a reputation at the most crucial point in my life where I was, like, falling disgustingly in love with this boy for, like, the first time. Like, not just a crush. I was, like, sickeningly, like, it was a little, I should have been, I should have been psyched about it. I'm not going to lie. I was, like, sickening, sickeningly in love with this boy. And she dropped delicate. And I was just, mm. like. Every time I see him, I'd be like, sometimes I what I can't sing too much Taylor Swift. That bitch gets her money. But, um, As she should. And then, and then she dropped Lover. And I think Lover was when I became like a full, honest to God, like Swifty. Like, I'm owning this shit. I'm embracing this shit. Taylor Swift is my bitch. I love pastel colors. Fuck you all. And, uh, <laughs> that, that really, but it's it's been Taylor Swift for life. I said, Shade never made anybody less gay, sister. Go off, queen. <laughs> <laughs> like I love her so much. I yeah, I I, I could go for hours. <laughs> That's so funny. So I had another question in here that I'm gonna remove, but I'm gonna ask you now because I I did type out if you only had to have one Taylor Swift album, which one would it be, and why is it 1989? It's actually Evermore. I I knew you were gonna be an Evermore it's, girly. It's Evermore entirely. It's ever. Well, it's funny is that um I read somebody recently they did like um. Because I always say that I'm like bisexual, but I also feel like I'm bi-genderal because I, yeah. I don't know. I just feel extremely like I don't like go fluid as far as like dressing the same way, but I or dressing certain ways, but I feel like I can relate to both genders very easily. And yeah. so he was I listing like on that for sure. 
he was listing like you know oh speak now girlies are like this folklore girlies are like this but it was also like red boys are like this 1989 boys are like this and i was one million percent the 1989 or the evermore boy and i was one million percent the speak now girl and i was like yes this makes a lot of sense so are you like super pumped for july 7th of course i'm super <laughs> pumped for any content that fucking woman puts out are you kidding you're me right, i'm you're not, right, I'm you're not right. pumped about her dating choices at the moment but i'm pumped about everything else yeah what is going on with that i don't know she gets Friends to live her life do whatever we all need a rebound that's a little iffy you know our friends make mistakes and we love them anyways because one thousand percent one thousand percent we've all fell head over heels over like a, a disgusting skinny white man right so i mean yep. you guys see the people i thirst after so. yeah but you know they're at least they you know aren't like anti-semitic and weird but you know go off go I off mean, queen of conservative west texans so like it's not yeah. better but yeah <laughs> you know what you're fucking it's, right <laughs> it's evermore for sure and then it would be speak now and then it would be folklore 1989 is actually pretty low down on my list but every single one of her albums is like a hundred percent 99.9 99.8 99.87 so like yeah me saying 1989 is like my seventh favorite album means that I think it's like a 99.2. Like it's still an amazing album. It's yeah, yeah, I get that for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like I really heavily fuck with folklore. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, there's every song. It's like it's just a no skip album for me. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. It's just so great. Um, yeah, but I was like that too. Like as a teenager, I actually went to like a CMA fest back when I used to go oh. in public and go to concerts. Yeah. And we ended up leaving during her concert, during her set, because we were like, well, we'll just be the traffic. And she came out and sung two new songs off of, I don't remember what album it was. I think it was Fearless. Um, we like left her concert set in the middle of it because she came out with two two new songs. I think she sung Fearless and then it was two more that I don't remember um and like they weren't really great because it was like before reputation you know it was like before she like really found her self i don't know everything she's ever put out is pretty great but go on. i agree with you but i just think like her stage presence wasn't as dynamic oh, oh, you know yeah, you're absolutely right 1980 or yeah reputation where she found herself as a performer her 1989 performances were good but rep is definitely when she found herself yeah 1000 percent, and um the I look back at that now and I'm like, damn, I should have stayed. Cause oh, like, yeah, that's yeah. probably the only Taylor Swift concert I'll ever be a part of. Cause I don't have that kind of fun. You know? grand for tickets. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but will Not I be happy. going downtown during her Cincinnati, you know, uh, era and listening? Yeah, I really will be. Ellis. Yeah. Me and my stepsister made plans of like exactly where we're going to be. So, you know, catch me out there. Don't catch me out there. Don't. If you're in Cincinnati, don't catch me out don't. there. You, I'm not telling you where, and uh, you won't. <laughs> if, if you're Joe Burrow, feel free to catch her out there. Yes, if you are Joe Burrow, please hang out because I actually went to high school with his girlfriend, and she's rad as fuck. So, like, totally, like, I'm down to climb. Can you ask her if he has like a massive cock for me because I feel like he does, and I really just need to know. I wouldn't do that because I don't want them to get a restraining order on me. But um, we can all just assume. Okay. That's He's been my favorite corporate pride month for a minute because he and Chase go like at it. Like they're the homies for real. Oh God. I love that man. Anyways. Yeah. They're wonderful. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking about when you uh, were, you know, a kid and like the celebrities that matter to you, what did you want to be as like when you grew up? President. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> like four year old um, and when I was, like, uh, yeah. So when I was seven, I could recite to you like every single president in order. Um, I was super political. It's disgusting. Um, I was a conservative, hardcore West <gasps> Texas Fox News watching conservative for when wow. I was like uh, 15 to like 17. Wow. And then my senior year of high school, I became like really, really liberal. And then 18 to like 20, I went back to being hella conservative. And then Donald what? Trump, Donald Trump existed. And I've been a diehard liberal ever since. Um, but yeah, as a kid, I i mean, I still am. I just don't talk about it. And I'm very just disgusted with it all. But as I mean, I just see politics as a means to right a lot of wrong in the world if it's done correctly. There's nothing that upsets me more than injustice. Like even as a kid, I was always mad about what was fair and what wasn't fair. That's all that ever matters to me. I, I, I'm very the like... Autism. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm very just there's right, there's wrong, there's fair, there's unfair. Um, yep. And I don't like pe seeing people suffer unfairly. And I'm I'm very much like I want to help literally everyone that I can help. And so I always saw politics until that charade finally busted itself for me. And I realized it was nothing but a joke. But as a kid, I was like, well, Paul, this is the only way to help people. And mm -hmm. I really wanted to help people. So I was just I wanted to be president. And I had all these plans. And I still have this school reform bill that i wrote when i was like 17 which i still think is brilliant because i'm brilliant <laughs> but um yeah i just i was just very very just like i want to change the world i want to help people i don't like how people suffer and this is a way for me to do it so i always wanted to be the president damn narcissism autism and gay pick a lane pick i'm a not struggle. actually narcissistic okay <laughs> i'm not actually narcissistic <laughs> no i don't i really don't think you are yeah, I don't. I like to think I'm not. No. I was going to ask you later, but now I definitely feel like I need to ask you. I ask everybody, where were you on January 6th? I was at work. Mm-hmm. Me too, uh, buddy. Yeah, I was at work, and me and um my assistant manager at the time, Benjamin, we were watching the news, and I was like, I... It's going to sound really bad. But I was like, man, I hope all those people get shot. Mm. I just hope they all die. I have I have zero sympathy. I just hope they all die. I I know. Yeah. I know. I just No, uh, I mean I I <laughs> I understand. I was watching it all unfold. I cuz I am super political and always have been um but extremely leftist my whole life. Um well, I would say not as a kid because I didn't really understand, but like once Obama got in the office and he was like, "We Hooray! can change." I was like, "Yes, we can. I have hope." Um even though now, you know, I've come to see light on a lot of that stuff too, but uh yeah, watching that all unfold cuz I was watching like his little rally beforehand where he was like, "Go march and, you know, take back our 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 union and whatever." And I was like, "This is going to get rough quick." And then it did, and I was just at home by myself just like panicking being like oh this is really happening and i was like am i about to watch a bunch of people die like that was the only thing i it was like i'm about to watch a bunch of people die and then nothing happened and i was like oh what wait what happened see i i'm not so viserys targaryen or i think his name was viserys you know i mean at all i wasn't yeah, not, yeah. Like that not mad king yeah back in the day i was just like i was just so tired of it all i yeah just, Nowadays, I'm like, all right, you know, that's, that's not the answer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Believing in rehabilitation is definitely the the path I walked down. But I'd, I didn't necessarily like want anyone to die. I just thought it was going to happen because I was like, yeah. this is like an actual like terroristy thing going on here. Like this is there's no way this is going to 
go down this way, right? And then it did, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Depends on who's involved. What do you got for me, Eerie? Um, if money wasn't a factor, where would you want to live? Oh, shit. Um... <laughs> two-pronged answer somewhere tropical so like hawaii or um bermuda somewhere like that um i also would like low-key fuck with living in japan hmm. um mm-hmm. only i don't think the japanese would fuck with me they so have their moments they have the gay clubs like this like fat white kid I'm not like oh, fat, well. fat. I'm like chubby, but like I'm too tall for Japan. So I, I mean, <laughs> I'm five ten. So like you know, we're out here. But uh, yeah, maybe like somewhere tropical, seventy percent of the time, and then like, hey babe, let's go spend a few months in Japan and live our best weeb lives. Um, I mean, yeah. if money's not a factor, you could do both for sure. I know we like. I know I said like the the thing, but where would you live, Erie? Oh, I did. Um, I think surfing. You did it yours, did you? On yeah. On my birthday, yeah. I uh, have a couple different options. Uh, Ireland is up there because I uh, part of me I think always feels like that's home home base down in my my soul. Yeah. Um, also New Zealand because who doesn't want to go be a hobbit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now for like the rest yeah. of eternity. I have zero interest in being anywhere near where the sun is always sunny and it's warm. Also, I fucking hate the ocean. So, oh. um, well, I like the food from the ocean. So I wouldn't yeah. be against like living in mass either because yeah. it's cold or and the ocean is colder and it's not like fucking Florida swamp water bullshit ocean. It's like. <laughs> good ocean i'm more i'm like a i'm like a dark and stormy kind of girly not a yeah and i guess my answer is funny because i feel like i am too like my favorite weather is cloudy and pouring rain and my favorite winter my favorite season is fall transitioning into winter that kind of in between um Mm -hmm. but i'm just obsessed with the ocean it's my favorite thing in the world um and so i just want to live somewhere like tropical with like palm trees and the ocean but like low-key i also love the cold so i'm just a very conflicted human being i don't know <laughs> you just got to take a lot of vacations i think is your answer if money's not a factor then yeah yeah, yeah i'm just <laughs> hey em, i'm gonna come stay in your castle for a week in ireland thanks <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah um who taught you the most in this lifetime oh wow okay um Oh shit, that's a fucking absurd question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Take your time. I my parents probably? Yeah. Yeah, my parents. I would I mean, think, that's a good answer. Or like I I mean, yeah, I guess I'd have to go with my parents cuz that's like this lifetime. That's a very vague <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll give a shout out to the folks, probably my parents. I don't like I don't really like uh, listen to a lot of what they have to say, but um, <laughs> they definitely taught me quite a bit. And there's times where I like, I'll catch myself doing something, and I'll be like, "I think Dad's the one that told me this," or I'll be like, "Yeah, this is some shit Mom would do." And I'm like, mm. "I do kind of listen, low key." <laughs> but yeah, that's just, that's 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 okay. Yeah, the folks. All right, time. Ma and the pie. 
Ma and the Pa. Shout out to them. They didn't abandon you when the Ouija board said it, and now we love them. That's that's also <laughs> just like completely like made up, by the way. I don't even know. <laughs> <I figured laughs> like, Boy, what the hell? Because I know absolutely I'll get a text message that's like <laughs> your father don't use Ouija boards. <laughs> reprimanded for that, so well, um, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Oh wow. Um I 110,000% believe we faked the moon landing. Like the OG moon landing. Really? Yeah. So does my dad. (laughs) I've gone down that rabbit hole quite extensively. And um, I just really feel like it was just a propaganda race against Russia. And I feel like we kind of just like we wanted Russia to know we did it first. And there's just a lot of... Using the word evidence is strong, but there's just a lot to suggest that we, in fact, did not do it first. Um, but I don't, I'm not, yeah, I'd say the moon landing. I'm not much of a conspiracy guy, only because I'm just like, a, I feel like I'm a super, like, kind of just based in logic kind of person. But mm-hmm. then it's like, once you show me even, like, a smidgen of convincing evidence about a conspiracy theory, I'm like, well, it's got to be the fucking truth. I mean, come on. It's like, right. <laughs> right there on this tiktok video what the fuck do you mean <laughs> google <laughs> says that this is true well if then you, do i have something to tell you about the damn titanic that's my favorite conspiracy theory interested hold that thought mm-hmm. it's like if, if you believe that like uh alien life exists out there as a conspiracy theory then i would say that's also a really big one i just think it's extremely narcissistic to believe that we could be the singular only like intelligent human or intelligent beings to like grace mm-hmm. this galaxy and there's like the whole Faramay paradox and there's stuff like that that really kind of and there's like the great filter and all these other things um but i i just don't see how we could be the only things that all there's another one that says this is all a simulation yeah, and yeah. there's another one that says that like we were created by some higher being as just like little experiments. I mean, he got bored with it, but never turned the machine off. And we're just kind of like, we're just fucking, and we're just kind of like reproducing. We're the Sims. <laughs> yeah. Kind of low key. Um, so any, any kind of like creational things that don't involve like magical sky man. And now I have to like read this Bible and thank some dude I've never met for life. I'm pretty into uh, no right. offense to the religious out there. Um, yeah, don't worry. You're a manierful all the time. Otherwise, um, <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just not fucking with the moon landing. I just don't believe it. I could understand for sure. I've heard my dad talk about it a lot. So I know that there's definitely like some contradictory shit out there. I guess I never thought about people still considering aliens a conspiracy theory. Because to me, it's just like, yeah, duh. It's just fact. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, also, Kennedy, it was definitely not just Oswald. It was not oh. just Oswald. Like, oh, he said there is a second shooter in the grassy knoll. There's a second shooter somewhere. Maybe it was mm-hmm. Jackie. Maybe that bitch wanted out. So she like, I don't know. I got to stand up for my girl, Jackie. Have you ever seen that picture when LBJ is getting sworn in and she's like covered in brain matter? Homegirl was yes. shook to, to the core. She, I don't she think she did that. She was free. I don't think so, dog. It I... was a piece of shit to her. I mean, I do agree with you on that, but like having someone's brain all over no, you, no, I don't no, think I don't. it was a good time. I don't really believe that Jackie Kennedy did it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> God bless that woman for getting out of that marriage, because that man was awful. I mean, he was uh, he was doing something. Something yeah. was happening. He was awful. For sure. Yeah. Um. So, speaking of conspiracies, what does Lady Gaga know about cameras? 
I fucking <laughs> you got Gaga and Paula way about it. I like Gaga's music, but what the fuck does she know about cameras? What does she know about cameras? I asked Eerie that question thinking she knew what I was talking about. No clue. You because I was like, he's gonna know what I'm talking about. I fucking despise Kanye, but I absolutely yeah. love that quote. It's hysterical. I, love I like it's- some of Gaga's music, but what the but fuck does, what she, does know she know about cameras? cameras? It's just how he actually sounds very annoyed in that yeah. question. He actually sounds pissed off. He's like, what the fuck are we doing here, people? Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm like, Kanye was his logic. I, I'm here for it. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad someone knew what I, what that was about. Because I was going to just keep asking people until someone finally knew. <laughs> <laughs> um, taking an abrupt turn into moral values since Kanye West has none of them. No. Um, what do you think the most important moral is for someone to have? Oh, respecting life. Mm. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Oh wait, how so? I almost feel like I don't know. Oh no, wait, this that could answer. go too far. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um, I just believe in like respecting human autonomy. So like, I don't know. I don't know what you're. What are you, what, are you trying to trick question me here or something? I don't. No. No. It just felt like life, and we were like, this is about to be fucking pro life. Yeah. Oh, oh, I mean, like, but the difference is, like, conservatives are pro fetus. I'm pro life. So, like, I support, like, a mother's decision to do what she has to do because that's her autonomy over her life. Perfect answer. I was just a little nervous. No, I support that (laughs) child getting born into a life that's actually going to, like, be good for it Mm -hmm. and not like, hey, I know your mom was, like, you know, S aid and you're going to be born to this horrible home life. Oh, and you might also have health issues, but God damn it, we're going to fucking bring this fetus to term. No, I don't fuck with that. Um, but I just don't believe in like harming. I'm very passive. I don't believe in harming other people. I don't believe in doing harm to other people. I don't believe in like hmm. war and conquest. I don't believe in territory. I don't believe in boundaries. I don't believe in fake borders. I believe this is all one earth that we're supposed to share. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm just very like, just don't harm other people. Hell yeah. I don't yeah. have a, I don't have a womb, so I don't really get into the whole abortion thing. Time. Yeah, I mean, I so far I love the answer. I was a little nervous, but I love the answer. No, 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 no. Just remember, conservatives are pro fetus. They're not pro life. That's just a tagline they use to make people sympathetic to their cause. Hell yeah, pro force birth. Exactly. Yeah, kind of. I don't fucks. I don't fucks with that. Hell yeah. Um, let's take another completely left turn. Which of our solar system's planets do you identify with the most? Pluto, because I'm like the friend that people forget about, and then and then it's like if I don't initiate contact, I don't get contacted, and then like, mm. um, and then like sometimes people just really be fucking with Pluto, and then sometimes people are just like, mm, it's not even a planet, bro. You know what? I always be fucking with Pluto. And it's I like you're not Pluto. taking Pluto away from me. I, we um, were in like middle school when all of that happened, like learning about the planets when that happened. I remember yeah. being so pissed. Yeah, I was funny. I my like sixth grade science teacher was like, I don't care what you learn for the rest of your lives, Pluto will always be a planet. Yeah, it's like a man. Um maybe also Venus because I'm like a disgustingly sexual human being and just like right. Venus Go fucks. On. And like Venus does fuck. Yeah, so like <laughs> 
I feel that. Maybe. I fuck with that heavy. <laughs> Maybe Venus too, because it's it's a problem. I'm a deviant, honestly. It's a problem. <laughs> Not the deviant. He's a menace to society. <laughs> menace. Like I can work an entire ten hour shift at a sandwich shop and just be thinking about like men and dicks or like really nice tits for like the entire shift, and it's just like, what is wrong with me as a person? <laughs> enjoy your sandwich yeah. <laughs> have a great day it's like yeah you want a regular size 7 I'd fucking love 7 right now too <laughs> yeah it's a problem that's hilarious yeah. well I'm sorry that's if, not appropriate uh, well I know it's very on brand no and <laughs> what's appropriate please we talk about like people dying all the time and we <laughs> need some we need some life <laughs> No, we don't. Anyway, uh, if, <laughs> if we had to put three items in a circle to summon you, what would those items be? Taylor Swift's Evermore. Uh-huh. A penis. <laughs> like okay. attached or like a dildo? That's kind of what I... No, not dildos. They scare me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, no, you know what? Damien, stop being fucking perverted. Okay, Taylor Swift's Evermore. Uh-huh. Um, an iced coffee, Loki, uh, made the Massachusetts way, so it needs to be made regular. That's three cream and three sugar. Hell yeah. Uh, Delicious. And then... Uh, a cat, for being real. Like a real nice little snuggly thing. Um, yeah. Black cats are my favorite. So, yeah. a black cat, or if you can get your hands on Sasha, my kitty, she's you're not getting your hands on Sasha. But if you <laughs> manage to get your hands on Sasha, she would be wonderful too. But I would have to go with the kitty cat, uh, Taylor Swift's Evermore, and a properly made coffee. None of that black shit, a properly made coffee. <laughs> Some dunks for sure. Oh, God, I miss dunks. So <laughs> they don't have Dunkin' Donuts in Texas? Not where I'm at. Well, they not do it like one. They have it at this one truck stop, and it's not like a. They don't make it for you. They just have a bunch of like coffee pots and creamers. Mm. And syrup. Mm. Not the same. That sucks. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, it's been a transition. That's I'm clearly the worst part about Starbucks. Texas. So like, I'm not drinking clearly. Starbucks. I'm not doing it. No, Starbucks no, is. It's not the same. It's yeah. hot take. It's expensive and it's not good. Why would it's I do not that? Good. Exactly. I thank you. It's not good. It's not. It's not. Yeah. So yeah, that's how you could summon me if you should ever need to. Hell yeah, dog. Hell yeah, homie. Well, I think that we've gotten to know you pretty well in this one. <laughs> There's a lot more layers, but I think this is a good start. Hell yeah. Well, if you've uh, enjoyed any of his answers, you can find him on our Queer Fear episodes. We have another one coming out here soon since it's a new month. And it's actually your favorite movie, which is really exciting. Or one of your favorite movies, I should say. Oh. Um, so look forward to that, everyone. And um, if not, if you want way more of Ambi here, head over Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts, really. But uh, look up Wait What. It's genuinely a pleasure. Thank you. I'll be recording a new episode in 30 minutes. Hell yeah. Well, with that, oddlings, we hope you enjoy your weekend coming up and stay odd, Arcadia. Oh, um, also, I found out that the noises that you can make using Discord, whatever the fuck.